Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, and that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. All right, we have a chance now to talk to a woman by the name of Irene Lee. She's agreed to come on our show and talk about what happened to her in August of 2020. She was attacked by the same man that attacked the Olympian volleyball player and model Kim Glass. Kim got a lot of media attention because she went very public with the attack. Uh, apparently, a construction bolt was hurled at her. And if you've seen the video, she got some real injuries to her face. Almost blinded her. Yep. 51-year-old Simeon Tasfamarian is the person that did this. And we've come to find out since this attack happened, he's done this to numerous other women, including our next guest. In 2018, he chased down two women with a golf club and a hammer. In January 2020, uh, he pleaded guilty to striking a 19-year-old with a metal pole. And even after that, even after multiple incidents, he was only given probation. He did go to jail for attacking our guest, Irene Lee, who at the time was an L.A. County deputy DA. She now works for the L.A. County Council. Let's get her on the show and talk about her ordeal. And she's speaking out because this guy should not be on the streets, obviously. Irene, welcome. 
Hi, thanks for having me. Um, first of all, I just want to say that I'm here in my personal capacity. I don't represent the opinions of my current office or any entity that I've worked for in the past. Well, all right, understood. All right. So it was August of 2020 that you were attacked. Can you tell people how it went down? Sure. Um, I was walking to Starbucks um, in Little Tokyo by first in Los Angeles, and that's one of the Starbucks that's being closed down that I'm sure that everyone knows about. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was, I was, it was a weekday. Um, I believe it was a Monday at about 11 in the morning. I was walking with my coworker, Cindy, and um, she pulled me uh, to her right. And just within seconds, I felt, a la- uh, I felt a very severe impact to my back. And I, it caused me to stumble forward, nearly falling to the ground. And I was screaming and crying. Um, and I thought a bicyclist had hit me. So um, I was stunned, and um, Cindy was screaming, calling for help, and a security guard that was nearby was able to pepper spray the man who attacked me and detain him until the police arrived. What so, did he hit you with, or what, how did he hit you? So I can only assume that it was his fist. That's what I thought, because I didn't see a weapon in his hand when I turned around moments later. But, um, you know, he has a history of using weapons. It could have been a weapon. I just don't know. Because in the uh, news story, it said he, he uh, well, no, then that's one of the other people he attacked. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. I didn't realize that uh, there was never a conclusion as to what he used. He could have just punched right. you, I guess. It and you, you did punch, not, you, I don't know. You did not notice him before this encounter at all in the area. No, no. I mean, and this is an area that a lot of the attorneys walk around. It's very close to the courthouse. Um, I had, yeah. I didn't notice what, anything right before. What was his demeanor? Uh, what was his size? Did he seem like a, a, a crazy guy or somebody who blended? You know, it's hard to say because, you know, he came up from behind me. And um, when he was being detained by the security guard, he was very quiet. I didn't, you know, he wasn't saying, you know, garbled things. And um, he wasn't acting um, crazy, so to speak. Um, he was pretty calm. See, that's really scary because if he was acting like a lunatic, at least you might have a few seconds to be on guard, to be prepared. Right. And But if he looks normal and he's quiet and then suddenly hits you, punches you, or throws something at you, uh, that then, then you have no chance to, to, right. to dodge the weapon. Were you hurt at all then from this attack? Yes, I had a bruise on my back that lasted about three weeks. I was sore uh, for quite a bit. Well, let's talk about what happened with the uh, criminal justice system with this man and your case. Sure. So the next day I was notified by uh, the detective that he was on probation for assaulting other people. And then during the course of the trajectory of the case, I found out that he was on felony probation for um, two separate incidents involving women. One, the, uh, the 2018 incident where he had used a golf club and a hammer to uh, chase after two women and threatening to bash their heads in. And then in 2019, where he ultimately pled guilty in January of 2020, he struck a 19-year-old woman with a metal pole numerous times, injuring her lower back. And he was also um, on felony probation for stealing from a construction site what is, back what is uh, felony, in 2019. What is felony probation? Is it, did, did he get prison time here or no? So he ultimately got prison with me. So basically, felony probation, he, it's a grant that promise to the court that he's going to behave, abide by certain conditions, and he'll be watched by the court. And, um, you know, in 2018, when he pled to the incident involving the two women, 
he was put on probation and then he immediately absconded from probation because you're supposed to check in with your probation officer. And he didn't do that. And then in August of 2019 is when he stole the items from the construction site. And that's when he was placed um, in a program that's known as ODR in the LA County court system, which is designed to provide mental health services and programming for the homeless. Did he get it? Did it have any effect? Well, he he went to this program and he uh, in January of 2020 is when he pled or I'm sorry, when he pled on the assault against the 19 year old woman and he AWOLed from the ODR program um, uh, in eight, I believe it's March of 2020. He was arrested in April of 2020 and he was reinstated on the program. And then again, he violated by AWOLing again in July of 13, 20, July 13th of 2020. And then he was arrested with my case. That's his second AWOL, third violation on probation, um, where the court had reinstated him. And when my incident happened, the DA assigned to the case had argued for him to be sentenced, you know, to prison. But the court again reinstated him on probation. So uh, the way I'm counting here, he he assaulted at least four women and absconded on probation at least three times. Yes. And ne- still didn't go to jail for any of this. And he clearly well, he has some kind of job, weird right. compulsion about whacking yes. women with weapons. Yeah, With yes. weapons. And, <laughs> right. And that was the most frightening thing. And that's what I was trying to convey to the court. Because, you know, when, when the police asked me, do you want this guy to be arrested? You know, the thought going through my mind was, has he done this to other people? Because that's the DA side of me thinking, okay, has he done this to other people? Who's going to be the next victim? And, you know, I try to convey that to the court last summer when I gave my statement at the um, the sentencing. I asked the court, you know, is he going to hurt someone else? Is there going to be another victim? I can't take that chance. And I said, how many more women did this defendant have to hurt for it to matter to this court? And I felt like my my experience was being dismissed by the court. So the, the judges are also have the same philosophy as as like George Gascon. And some of these activists, I, they, well, they don't think I mean, anybody should be punished, that anybody should be imprisoned for any kind of crime. I mean, you basically, he got seven chances. Yeah, this guy's a serial attacker. And I guess when you saw the Kim Glass case, you must have been, oh, my God, when you saw who the attacker was of Kim Glass, right? Yes, I was absolutely stunned. And I was upset because I felt like I'd warned the court. I felt like the court had so many... Um, red flags along the way to show that this guy deserves to go to prison. Right. Well, the, not not every defendant does, but this particular defendant, I mean, with his history, it just seems well, like a no-brainer. Well, right. does so, he keep does he keep sliding because they think he's mentally unbalanced? Is that why he keeps getting a break? I was not there during all the proceedings. All I can say is that the court kept wanting to give him a chance with the ODR program. But, yeah, but there's that, a certain see, that, point what where I'm, I'm, right. that's an ideology, though. That's an ideology that we keep letting them out no matter what. Because no rational person. Right. If you don't want to fill up the jails and prisons, you find excuses to keep people out of them. I mean, what, what's this program? Well, obviously, you come up with these programs that this guy easily absconds from. And the programs don't work. I, I don't want to say blanket statement that this program doesn't work at all. I've seen it work well for certain types of defendants. But this particular defendant, um, you know, he uh, abused his chances so many times. And um, I don't know what the court was thinking at the time, but I obviously wholeheartedly disagree with what she did. 
And I felt like she was not considering the impact to the victims mm. and to public safety. Um, it cannot always be all about considering him first. And that's where we have problems when there's preferential treatment for violent criminals well, over law-abiding citizens. This is all the rage for so many in the justice system now. Uh, Isn't pedi- there a way to even put him away in like one of these mental hospitals because he's violent? Well, that that would require him to be found, um, you know, insane and and sent to a facility. But at the, at this point, or at the point where my <laughs> my case had occurred, um, you know, the, the court had the option of sentencing to prison but, or reinstating him. Ultimately, she did sentence look, him to prison, but it was one of the lowest sentences available, and he had a lot of credits already. <laughs> I mean, repeatedly whacking women with metal objects, that's not the definition of insane. You know, I don't know what is. Well, Irene, we appreciate, thank you, appreciate for coming you coming on, on and, and very... talking about this with us. We thank you very much. I, that must have been quite a shock when you saw he showed up again attacking women. Yes, and I just want to say, you know, for my my prior colleagues that, you know, and, and for people of L.A. County, you know, don't lose hope. I know it just seems like so many bad things are happening every day, but there are just amazing prosecutors that are trying to find justice, fight the good fight. And, um, you know, not all hope is lost. We, we have a fighting chance. All right, Irene Lee, who was attacked by the same man that attacked the Olympian Kim Glass a couple of weeks ago. Irene was attacked in 2020, and this guy just keeps getting away with it. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right. Coming up next, your chance at some money with the keyword that you just have to enter at the website. Who's the judge? Who's the judge who let this guy off over and over again? It must be another Gascon type. John and Ken show KFI. Yeah, you just heard our interview with a woman by the name of Irene Lee, who was attacked by the same man that attacked the Olympic volleyball player, Kim Glass. You can imagine she was stunned because that only happened two years ago. This is a guy that apparently because he has mental problems, they want to send him to diversion. Keep this in mind. This is what L.A. County and the Board of Supervisors wants yeah. to do with almost everybody arrested. Yeah, they is, want to send them to diversion. Yeah, this is crazy. You know what? They, they've got this obsession with not putting people in jail. They think it's racially unbalanced, whatever the hell their reasons are, okay? But this is a textbook case of what's going on here. You just multiply this by thousands. The guy assaults, uh, well, now it's five women, right? Five women he's assaulted. And yeah, he, all in the last several years, he absconded from uh, various probations and mental health programs. He just leaves. So the programs didn't do him any good. The probation no. was worthless. He just decides probation is just showing up to you know some guy, and he goes, "Well, what are you doing? You're working. You got a job. You check in. Yeah, man. who are you staying with? And then if you don't show up, they can't find you." And they don't find you until you commit your next crime. Yeah, there's and, a warrant out, but nobody follows. <laughs> and I would love, you know, a lot, a lot of times I, I wish I had the time. I would love to go, on a, go to one of these mental health programs. Boy, wouldn't that be a riot where they're counseling or, or instructing a guy like him. The guy's name is Semyon Tasfamarian. What do they do in these programs? What do they, they try do? to find out the source of your rage against women. 
It's like, it's like, what do you tell? They probably do. They try to find out why you're doing this. All right. You've, you've whacked five women with a, a metal pole or a golf club hammer. or a hammer or a construction tool. A whatever. rod, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. You, you've hit five. Well, why do you keep doing that? Well, what would it, you think his answer would be anything coherent? No, I do not. What, 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 what's the reason going to be that, oh, well, that makes sense. Now I understand. Sure, that's reasonable. And then what do you tell him? Don't do it. And what's their response? Well, he hasn't killed anybody yet, so, you know, we can give him another chance. All you can do is put him away so that he doesn't do it. I, I don't see an answer. If anybody's got an answer, please feel free to tell me. I, I don't see what the answer is. He's got a weird, violent compulsion. I mean, and he's 51 years old and he's doing this. So this is not a 16-year-old. This is a 51-year-old and he's whacking women just to do it. And, now, and there's program. There's no program that treats that, and we all know there's no such program. And that judge is a looney tune. She just has got some, you know, she's one of the progressives. Probably feels there's a there's a racial imbalance, so nobody goes to prison. There's been another development in a story we talked about yesterday, which is also a great indicator of just how out of whack and backwards California criminal justice system is. There was a former NASCAR driver by the name of Bobby East who was stabbed to death at a gas station in Westminster. This occurred last Wednesday. Police tracked down who they believe was a stabber, a vagrant by the name of Trent William Millsap. And apparently the West County, this would be Orange County SWAT team, went to serve a warrant where supposedly this guy was. I thought he was homeless, but some kind of residence or something. And they killed him. So here's the update. The California Attorney General is investigating the SWAT team. I'm not kidding you. They're investigating the SWAT team for their response in the officer-involved shooting that occurred in Anaheim and Orange County on Friday. It resulted in the death of one individual. Yes, the, the, the vagrant that stabbed to death the former NASCAR driver. That's who died. The SWAT team? This is Rob Bonta, the attorney general. We have this Assembly Bill 1506, which came out of the whole George Floyd thing. Oh, my God. Which gives him the power to investigate police officers when they use weapons and he's decided to do this do you know how bad this is going to get because the, the, the cops are the bad guys the they have to be investigated for killing a vagrant who stabbed to death a man the police are going to give up they're just going to quit and give up and that's happened in many places yeah i saw that story in chicago apparently a lot of cops have just pulled back well, they do because why why would you not give yeah, up you're going to get in legal trouble don't even show up when you get the call, just go hand out tickets somewhere. You'll Millsap, get a by the way, the... had a parole warrant outstanding. Besides the fact that they wanted to question him for stabbing to but, death the race right. car driver. But Rob Bonta, the attorney general, who's going after the SWAT team, is on the verge of getting reelected. As attorney general, he'll probably run for governor. He'll probably succeed Newsom. Yes and yes. Yeah. And this is going to perpetuate in California. And you have, you're going to have thousands and thousands of these lunatics. One guy swinging metal poles at women. Another guy, you know, running around stabbing. There'll be thousands of these people. There already are. And, you know, there's a story that LAPD is telling women don't walk down Melrose Avenue. 
you know, with, with high-end jewelry. With high-end jewelry. It'll be more restrictions on us. And then you'll see a woman will wear jewelry and get attacked, and people are going to say, well, she was warned. You were warned, well. right. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be, <laughs> you'll be the perpetrator. You were asking for it there. Yeah. All right. We got more coming up. Wow. John and Ken, KFI. All right. Coming back Friday is the Moist Line. So it's a quick reminder. You can always leave a message uh, using the iHeartRadio app, a little microphone icon there that you can talk back to the show. Or, of course, call the toll-free number always there for you, one 877 1-877-664-7886. From the category of world pomphoons, uh, <laughs> apparently there was some kind of a protest today in Washington, D.C., involving several members of Congress. This was, of course, protesting the Supreme Court Roe v. Wade decision. And a couple of the pomphoons, including... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez got arrested, but they pretended to be handcuffed, literally. <laughs> they walked with their that. hands behind their back. They were not cuffed, but they wanted to make it look... They were being led by a police officer who just had their hand on their arm, but they were not cuffed. Because apparently Cortez raises her hand to wave about halfway through the wall. <laughs> she, she, she... Boy, oh boy. Is this she is how fake bag? it all is. It's so fake. But <laughs> she forget that she was faking handcuffs? Yeah, she couldn't resist. Someone yelled out, yeah, I love you. And she just waved. <laughs> what an oh. She is a Kardashian. <laughs> the worst. This, if you elected Kardashians in office, this is exactly what you'd get. She, she, and, and it's all about, it's, it's like their fake reality show. And, and she's doing fake protest theater. Which has zero effect on the world. Nothing changes when you stand and chant and wave signs and pretend you're handcuffed. It doesn't change any, any abortion laws. It does nothing. The same crowd that's worked up about the Roe v. Wade, of course, is also worked up about guns. And they are very, it's a good term, up in arms. Because people are calling the man who took out his gun and stopped a mass shooting at that Indiana shopping mall. He's being called by the local police a good Samaritan. It's an old term you don't hear much anymore. Probably the, most people don't know what a Samaritan is. It came from a Bible passage of a man from Samaria who stopped on the side of the road to help a man who was injured and ignored. Apparently that's where the origins are, at least according to a local traffic anchor who tweeted that out yeah i, mean, I, I think double that, check it i think that's true it, it does come from a biblical story yeah we used to have a big hospital long island named good samaritan so i always knew that expression and of course i think in more recent years they've had to write special laws to protect that's, good samaritans because they end up being sued because they try to help it's part of uh, christian teaching you go to uh, sunday yes. school or church you are school, never in danger of being a good samaritan that's kind of your nature no no, 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 no. no. You look the other way and move on. I'm a bad Samaritan. You are. You are a bad Samaritan. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about the good Samaritan all my life, about the good, be a good Samaritan. It's like, no. So the gun people are very angry. They don't condone this behavior. They don't want anybody to have guns. The gunman killed three people before he was killed by the man legally carrying the pistol. They would rather have had more people shot to death at the mall than have a guy with a gun end the spree. 
See, no. they're not about saving lives. They're not interested in that. They're just emotionally invested or they're paid for their side to win. And this is really embarrassing to have a guy pull. They just changed the law in Indiana, too. So you could yeah. carry a gun. And so they're really upset because just shortly after passing the new law, look how it works. A good Samaritan will cut down the bad guy who's killing people. Perfect. Now, how are you going to talk your way out of that? Well, they can't. And so now they're squealing. This is not right. How dare people call him a good Samaritan? That's not what a Samaritan is. <laughs> oh, well. Looks like the real world's a little different from your strange utopia. Yeah. The uh, people that were killed were Pedro Pineda, 56, Rose Marie, or Rose Miriam Rivera de Pineda, 37, and a man by the name of Victor Gomez. They were killed when an evil person by the name of Jonathan Saperman opened fire. This happened at a mall <laughs> called Greenwood Park Mall just before 6 o'clock. And he's the bad guy. 22-year-old, interesting name, Elijah Dickin uh, is the Good Samaritan. A 22-year-old who happened to be in the mall, heard the ruckus, yeah. came, saw what was happening, and quickly opened fire and killed the shooter. Yeah. Yeah, and Two minutes after this started. And they're angry with Elijah. They are. They're angry with they're them because they do not want anybody using guns. They don't want them complimented. Even if it's to save lives, you're not to use guns. <laughs> and you should not have guns in public places like a mall. They don't get upset with the actual killer. It, it's, like, it's like the SWAT team getting investigated for killing the vagrant who murdered Bobby Exactly East. right. This now, is how the here, world is it, upside down. Yeah. Now we're going to go after the guy that killed the shooter. <laughs> yeah. The murderers get killed by the good guys. The good guys get investigated and criticized. How many more people could this guy have killed if this man had not shot him? We don't know. We don't people know how many bullets all directions. he had. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, within two minutes, hell, we learned down in Uvalde, 77 minutes before the police actually entered the room to kill the shooter there. But of all the things to be upset about... If they had entered the room after three minutes, probably a lot less damage would have been done. But of all the things to be upset about, what upsets them the most is he was called a good Samaritan. That's right, I find because that he's funny. a person with a gun. They hate that. <laughs> you cannot condone anybody that has and, a gun and uses it. And listen to this. Fox picked out some of the wackier tweets online. There's some comedian named John Fugelsang. Have you ever heard of him? I haven't. I've heard the name, but I don't know much about <laughs> right. him. L listen, l this guy's a genius. The Good Samaritan paid for an unknown immigrant's health care out of pocket. The Good Samaritan did not shoot anyone. Jesus was not a fan of killing for any reason, including self-defense. But if these amosexuals had ever oh, read wow. the Bible. I've never heard that term. <laughs> An amosexual. <laughs> I got to admit, that's funny. Yeah, an amosexual. <laughs> they have sex with ammunition? or Wait, so Jesus doesn't think you should uh, shoot somebody no, said if they had ever read the Bible, they wouldn't support the GOP or the NRA. Yeah, okay. Uh, another one, moms he... demand action. I don't know who needs to hear this, but when a 22-year-old illegally brings a loaded gun into a mall and kills a mass shooter armed with an AR-15 after he already killed three people and wounded others is not a ringing endorsement of our implementation of the Second Amendment? Not even sure what that means. It's gibberish. It's gibberish. <laughs> they're, they're so emotional, they can't, they can't even think or type straight. You don't know what they're talking about.
Well, they have one thing in common with the theory that I put out there all the time, and I thought about this today. The more homeless and criminals we have out there, the more we're going to have death. We're going to have attacks. We're going to have problems. And right now in California, it's leave the homeless alone. Let them multiply. Same thing. Release all the criminals. Don't send them to prison. So we're just multiplying the numbers. Mm -hmm. We're making things. So this crowd (laughs) believes that about guns. Well, they believe the more hundreds of millions of guns are in U.S. society, the more tragedy will occur. Here's the rational thing, though. If you don't put the bad guys in prison, the good guys are forced to carry weapons. Exactly right. Because you're not putting the bad guys in prison and you're not permitting the police to do their job properly. Well, if there are no more prisons and you've defunded the police, then all we have are are our own weapons. You're going to encourage more and more people to carry weapons because they don't know when they're going to be next. I mean, look at the other story we just did. All these women who are getting were getting whacked in the head or whacked in the back by crazy guy with a metal pole or a golf club. Well, they should be carrying guns with them because the judge doesn't want to put this guy away, even though he's shown up four times for hitting women with some kind of metal object four times, fifth time now. And then he he ran off on his probation. He ran off on his mental health treatment. Okay, what do you want us to do? Just take the iron pipe in the head? Is that the choice? All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Oh, they're coming after Amazon. Alex Stone will join us after the news at 4 o'clock to report that federal prosecutors authorized some raids on Amazon warehouses to take a look, a closer look at working conditions, injuries, things that Amazon workers have had to go through to get you that box the next day, or sometimes the same day. We'll talk about this after the news at four o'clock. Well, you know, some things in the world happen the right way. And the New York Post has taken a victory lap. It's a story we talked about a couple of weeks ago. The district attorney in Manhattan, who is George Gascon East, His name is Alvin Bragg, has dropped murder charges against a bodega worker. This is the man, his name is Jose Alba, who apparently was working behind the counter. It's like a little tiny, almost like a grocery kiosk sort of deal. And apparently a woman tried to buy some chips. Her EBT card didn't work. There was a dispute. She goes home and she gets her cousin to come to the bodega He is a violent ex-con by the name of Austin Simon. He got really worked up at Alba. Eventually, he charges around and goes inside the little kiosk, starts to pull and grab on Alba. And Alba decided to pull a knife, and he stabbed Simon to death, believing that his life could have been in danger. He was charged with second-degree murder. Yeah, Alba. Alba was right. Alba Simon's was. dead. He's not charged with anything. Yeah, He's I know, dead. but it, it just it, it's it's the victim of the crime getting charged. Yes. Well, they have dropped the charges. That was officially announced this morning. Uh, they put out a report saying, you know, well, we did our investigation and uh, <laughs> we determined we did the investigation. The video was on the cover of the New York Post on on the front page of their yes. website, and they, they ended up over a couple of days with. More than one angle of the video. So you could see clearly that he was shoved down, I think onto a chair. He was cornered. He was in his little cubicle behind the counter. He had nowhere to go. And he saw that there was a knife 
on the ledge that he used to open boxes, and Alba went and grabbed it. And then they started wrestling, they struggling, and he started stabbing the guy. And then uh, this uh, this guy's uh, I forgot what was the relationship between the attacker and the and the and the woman. Uh, his girlfriend. His girlfriend. His girlfriend. Then started started. She stabbing went home him. and she got Simon. Yeah, she started stabbing the bodega worker too in the back and the shoulder. I guess you could see and there was I, actually pictures of that too. I felt so sorry for this guy. I mean, he's got he's got some violent ex-con jumping on him. And he's only got one chance. He's got to grab the knife and and try to disable the attacker. You have to. You can't sit there and just die. It's it's classic self-defense. And it was on video. And still, this idiot Alvin Bragg, who is Gascon. This is he a, is Gascon East. Th- there's right. like a whole factory. He wanted to get in front of this for the progressive crowd and charge the poor guy that got attacked. Because someone ended up dead. Whatever the progress. It happened to be a person of color. So that's probably another reason it's entered into it. And by the way, the girlfriend said, I'm going to go home and get my boyfriend. It's going to F you up. Mm -hmm. So clearly the threat was there. It was a hit. Then he came around the corner and grabbed him and tried to corner him. I mean, if you're Alba, who's in his 50s, Simon's in his 20s, you got to believe you think it's over. You got to do something. It's this is their progressive dream world. Do you want to live in this progressive dream world? Where, you know, SWAT team. Members are investigated when they kill a killer. When 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 a when a guy who whacks five women with heavy metal pipes doesn't get a day in jail. When someone like Alba is the one sent to he was sent to Rikers Island, which is the most notorious violent jail in New York City. You want to live in this progressive world? No, nope. I don't they, think anybody does. They removed his home monitoring device. He is now not charged. And, you know, one of the local councilmen made a good point. He said the only one that should be charged is the ex-con's girlfriend who stabbed Mr. Alba. Yeah. She should be charged. Yeah. Right? That's an attack. (laughs) This is such a crazy, sick ideology. I know, and we've got to kill it it before it grows. It's it's, it's really like a bunch of—this is like some weird cult from thousands of years ago where they used to sacrifice babies to appease the gods. That's what it's like. It's primitive. When we come back, we'll be talking to Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI. Amazon is being investigated for workplace conditions. Some of this could also be efforts to try to unionize the workers. We'll talk about it next. John and Ken show and Mark Reiner in for Deborah Mark with the news in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 